yes, yes. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High and Homegrown. I'm Mackie from Percy'sGrowroom.com, and this week I did remember to unmute the panel. Monkey, you want to say hello, mate? Hey, everybody. This is Monkey. You can find me up at Percy's under the handle Monkey Do. I am a cocoa grower from the southern United States. How's it going, everybody? Oh, and what are you saying, GB? Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's GB here from Ireland. Um, you find me on Percy's and on High and Homegrown. And on Instagram, on Percy, or on Irish Greenbeard. So that's pretty much me. CN, you, you there today? Well, I'm here today. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the middle of making a coffee, so if I disappear and like you say something and I don't answer, that's where I am. You can um, have done that in like the, the, the two hours, the, the five hour warm up video that we've like, had on before. This. Yes. Yes. I've made several cups of coffee. <laughs> Sweet. TG, what are you saying, man? Hey, uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Temple Grower. I am uh, also to be found on Percy's Grow Room, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, right here on High on Homegrown. Yeah, man. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. You know, this is episode five now. We seem to be doing this every week and developing into a nice little habit of ours now. We're looking forward to every Sunday. I hope it's the same for you as well. You know, Sunday night comes and I hope you're looking forward to High on Homegrown like we are. That's pretty sweet. Good way to spend a Sunday. Yeah, mate. Well, I spend a lot of my Sundays now editing pictures mm. and getting this whole show ready. Sure. You know, it's, it takes a lot of time to prepare. That's with the rest of the week. Well, yeah. Well, well I'm, we've got the YouTube channel now as well, haven't we? So uh, I'm dividing up all the old episodes because, you know, we've got the sections. For those of you who have listened before, we've got the sections, you know, the, the, introdu the introduction, which is now then news events, famous stoners. I'm breaking the whole episodes down into them smaller sections and putting them on playlists on YouTube. So if you just want to listen to the news and events, then you can just listen to the news and events from the old episodes. And same for Truth or Spoof or The Grow Guides. So it's going to make it a lot easier to find the content you want to listen to. A lot of things going on, man. We're working very hard behind the scenes to make the podcast even better every week. You know, sure. And we need your feedback. If you have any ideas on how we can improve the show or what you want to see us do in the future to make it better, then just let us know. We're happy to listen and change up the show. This is why we do it. We do it for you guys. So let us know what you want. So did you also break off the WTF uh, segment so they can guess and yeah, have to yeah, listen yeah. to the whole podcast? Other than the introduction and the outro, every, uh, everything has its own playlist on on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel as well. A new YouTube channel just for High on Homegrown. Well, we haven't got our own URL yet. We need 100 yeah. subscribers before we can have our, you know, youtube.com slash High on Homegrown. We can't well, have that yet. We need 100 subs. So get out there, sub, share. And then, so right now, just if you go to YouTube and just search High on Homegrown, you should find the channel at the top of the search page. Mm -hmm. Lots of work being done, man. We're all very busy. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So, yeah. Should we move on to the news? Should we do? Is everybody got news and events ready? Let's do this. Yeah, let's do so, what have we got this week, Monkey? You want to go first this time, mate? Sure. Um, this week, I kind of looked at a, a, a thing that uh, interests me a little bit on how to use cannabis to treat headaches and migraines. And this article came from a study that was done in the Journal of Integrative Medicine, and it looked at the data that, uh, that people provided after they used cannabis to try and treat the, to headache. They found about uh, 1,900, just over 1,900 recorded sessions that they gave feedback on, and what they found was that in 
again, our users probably are, aren't going to be surprised by this, that 94% of the people said that the cannabis was effective in treating the headache. And okay, that's great. But the cool part about it was, uh, to me, the THC content was in direct relationship to what people reported the relief being. They said that people under or strains under 10% were not effective and strains over 10% and the highest THC strains were the most effective. And that was pretty cool. And again, that didn't surprise me. But what did really throw me for a loop was they said that CBD had an inverse correlated uh, reaction with headaches. In other words, strains that had more than 1% uh, CBD were found less effective against headaches, and the highest strain, uh, effective strains had zero CBD. And you know, nowadays we're hearing CBD is good for everything, it's treating everything. And this was kind of interesting to me because they're saying basically, if you got a headache, just smoke regular weed and stay away from the CBD because the CBD tends to make it, or at least it reports that it makes it actually a little bit worse. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty cool. And yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? THC. They, 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 go ahead. Uh, T, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say THC, a lot of the time, I mean, CBD definitely has some additional benefits, but THC definitely takes a backseat a lot of the time and kind of gets almost demonized, it seems like, where it's. Do you think it's something to do with the anti-inflammatory anti properties of THC? Because one of them does have uh, anti-inflammatory sure, properties. But... I don't think it's CBD. It might be THC. I'm not. I think a lot of the terpenes do have that. Uh, it's mostly mm. that's what I've heard, at least. I don't know what the THC actually has the anti-inflammatory properties, but it does have the highest binding capacity to the CBD uh, uh, the receptors. Now, as you so, talk about that, I smoke weed purely for the anti-inflammatory properties of it. I think it does. Uh, that's not, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. No, GP, that's not what I heard. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> that's true man stop making excuses GDB. Exactly. that's bullshit man <laughs> ah, <laughs> just cut me it's purely medicinal officer purely medicinal <laughs> so as you were saying I don't even enjoy stop this one now is getting bigger it's all medicinal man as long as it helps you de-stress the stress is the biggest uh, inflammatory yeah, you know, thing right so I think you're right yeah. about that. I, for me, at least, you know, the headache is going to go away when the stress goes down. And that's to me what the biggest yeah. part of it is. Now, no, one other small part of the thing I didn't get to yet was, uh, and this is for, it kind of pertained a lot to me. They said that the people who were using cannabis to relieve a headache reported that smoking a joint or a spliff was more effective than vaping. And a, a pipe was the least effective. Now I, that to me, that one just doesn't, doesn't equate because I'm a pipe mm. smoker and Man, I can get stoned as heck off of that. I, I have no idea why that would be. I think, you know, maybe they, maybe they just didn't have one of my pipes. Could be. <laughs> yeah, they probably need a bigger sample. I think that's what it is. More experiment. Craftsman. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I, I would volunteer to provide the pipes and the volunteers if they provide the weed, and we'll go ahead and redo this. Oh, study no, ourselves. no. You got to provide the weed, man. That's surely the deal. Oh, well, no, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let them use their product. It's okay. Yeah, they can so do reviews on their product anyway, at the same time. Yeah, that's true. We could double double review. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to the guys in the chat there. We've got uh, Ali, Richard D, Fish, UK, UK420. What's up, man? John. What's up, John? Richard D, Cade Armstrong, Noob Grower, Noel as well. What's up, James? Paddy, loads of you in the chat, man. Thanks for popping in and listening to the show, everybody. Really people do appreciate you being here. And smash that thumbs up button. 
<laughs> Smash that thumbs up button. I've been drinking cherry cola, man. It's got loads uh, of sugar in it. You know, no. it's not <laughs> it's, just the typos, is it? It's you completely. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Verbal typos, man. That's all it is. I'd blame mine on cherry cola too. I think it's more sativa, but you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not the weed. All right. No, 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 no it's good weed. Anyway, I'm sorry. I think I'm done. GB, you got anything for news? Yeah, man. What you got, GB? Yeah, I have a small bit of news. Again, it's local news back to Ireland. Um, you've all known I have been bitching about how fucking hard it is to find a bit of smoke. Have you? Yes. It's, uh, have you not heard, ZN? Have you not heard? <laughs> driving hours, hundreds yeah. of miles. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's just, it's so expensive. Crazy. I have to travel so far to get it. But this could be why. I popped up there yesterday. There was a woman in her 40s. She was found with 50 grand's worth of plants in her house. That was a seizure. 50 grand. Yeah. And then that got me thinking. How many? That's only 50 plants in police. Town. Yeah. Yeah. What is 50 grand in place? It's, uh, In Ireland, they, they say it's roughly about 1,500 quid a plant. Oh, yeah, that's what they say. I need, I need to come to Ireland, yeah. and, you know. But I, I could make a lot of money there. Yeah, yeah, but boys, this, this, is, this, <laughs> this just got me thinking about it going, right, well, since COVID has come in, it has just got so expensive. So, so expensive. It has. All right. I had a look. Since COVID started, there has been 13.25 million euros worth found in Ireland. Confiscated. Um, you see a picture up on the splash there. That is the biggest haul that was found on a truck coming into the country of 5.54 million. Look at all wow. them bags. Yeah. Oh. There's been a few of those busts That's here in Canada too, man. Has gone up then, yeah. It? So to me is, why are the government not looking at this going, hang on, there's only fucking... Four point something million people here in Ireland. Look at all the weed that's coming in here. Oh. You know, that's just for GB. Yep. <laughs> that's his fucking year supply right now. I'll tell you exactly what the government had done. They've put all that lot in some nice cool storage and they're waiting for like the politicians to go, yeah, okay, legalize it and then they'll sell it. No, no, oh, no. Imagine how cured that shit it's is. It's not. Oh, Lads, I have seen the videos of it going into the incinerator. Yeah. Oh, no. I've seen mm -hmm. videos of it going into incinerators you know, as well. Hold on for a it's second. amazing what you can do with How do you get screen. that job? How do you get the guy, the job of the guy who burns the weed for the police? Can we just blow? Yeah, burn it at a lower temperature, let it smoke a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah no, it's very easy, lads. You get a job for fucking panda waste. <laughs> oh, in, in the city. It's those no. police guys and, you know, the prison lobbyists and everybody else that's always been involved in, in keeping their, uh, you know, their interests at, at the forefront. Because, like, if, if you guys of legalize course. it, uh, who are they going to arrest so easily and so quickly? and uh, make a big, huge, uh, you know, example out of on the news and get support from X, Y, Z people. Whereas, yeah, it's, it's just a lot easier to, to arrest those people. I'm seeing less and less of that, though, to be honest. Mind you, I've stopped watching the news and stuff, but I'm seeing less and less of it. There's, with, I, I, I saw um, some figures the other day that a recent poll suggested that in the UK alone, the figures have gone from 38% or something up to 55% in favour of legalising it. So yeah. things are turning. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's starting to go that way worldwide. It looks like the more and more yeah, people are so. seeing yeah. it's not that evil. 
But JB, just look at, look at that pile of stuff that you have on your screen there and think about all that medicine that, that could help people who need it. Oh, well, that's the thing, you know? But the, the, you know? do you know what fucking makes me even sicker, lads? And I've told you about this before. It's like the amount of top-grade medicinal cannabis that has grown in greenhouses in this country. They're trying yeah. to get... I, I told you in the news section a couple of weeks ago how there, there is the prospect of 80,000 jobs to be made yeah, from sure. this. So like, why the fuck are they saying, yeah, this is a great idea. We'll, we'll make money by selling this to somewhere else, but fuck <laughs> it, no, nobody in our country is going to have it. And you know, God it's, damn it. Yeah, no, it's true. It's the same here. Those, <laughs> those pictures, like you said too, that they, they're such a, a useless tool because yeah, they look impressive. Um, though all those bags, like, I don't know how much that is and weight wise, but there's, how much a hundred a thousand times that amount coming in that doesn't get caught so like really this is nothing yeah. it's absolutely nothing two 277 kilos yeah. lads 277 that was there. kilos they like, they like there shock people though don't they if they haven't got photographic yeah. evidence of the massive mm. fall they can't they, they can't really impress people oh, you know no, but who are they showing anyway considering the majority of the population are up for legislation yeah. now they're showing off these pictures and most people are like fucking dickheads yeah, yeah. well you, know you I mean? see what they're doing is they're doing it because it's the war on the criminal gangs like the criminal gangs have have really mm -hmm. caused havoc in ireland in the last Okay, yeah, and they years. don't see the logic that that weed is funding them. So exactly, if they legalize, yeah, take the money out of their fucking hands. It's, it's it makes no on. sense the way they fucking think about it over here, Mackie. It just doesn't make sense. But it's it's here as well, mate. It's here yeah. in the UK as well. But it's just stupid. Lads, in all of this, this thirteen point two five million that was found, one point six million euros worth was found in a ditch, in a ditch <laughs> in Leash. <laughs> Some fucking old bitty walking <laughs> boy with her dog seeing these oh, fucking wow. things and rang the council to say, people. And why the fuck can't I? I walk oh, my I dog know. every day. Why can't I find I'm that dog? That's I live in the fucking <laughs> most countryest place you can find, and I never find shit like this. <laughs> my son did. Uh, my son found a, like maybe what six or seven bags. And he brought yeah. it all home, and he was chuffed to bits, and we opened it up, and it was all mouldy. Oh. Look at that Paddy O oh, in the chat there. Said he found a kilo jammy bag. Oh, oh, man. Found a ten bag man. once. Man, that was that stars <laughs> geezer as well from the forum. He said he found like yeah, he found it? an O. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I found a dime bag one time. Yeah, it was <laughs> weighed perfectly one point five grams. So. Yeah, that's all I found. I just yeah. I found a one gram yes. bag of weed. In I was I'll never find yeah. nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I found a buddy mustache tin. Yeah, I found uh, two bracks in a hotel drawer. Oh no! <laughs> a good, I, I found an ounce before, but it was for my own crop, right? I'd, I'd cropped and I'd smoked that. Doesn't count. That doesn't count. Oh, no, no, but I thought it was all gone. You know, it's like it's all gone. Jars. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Bro, it's but still, so I'm searching around for the last crumb. Like, it's got to be a bud somewhere. And I found a fucking jar with an O in it, the blue cheese. I was buzzing. Oh, I remember you telling us about that there not so long ago. So happy man, it was back to normal, and you'd smoke. Yeah, back to normal. About three days after it's gone, and it's like, oh, I see. another one. I see. If, uh, I see a, a new new person here in in Jack Kenneth. He says that he found he found a fucking house full. I wouldn't mind that. He's a policeman. Oh, he must be. Let's move on to the next bit of news, man. Otherwise, he's gonna. Oh, this is off for ages, yeah. TG, where were you at, man? I guess it kind of ties into Greenbeard's bitching about you know 
local production and well legalization i guess is, is more the idea there but um i was just reading an article that um, israel now has passed germany as the number one importer of medical cannabis flower in the world so far uh, in 2020 and uh which is kind of impressive but kind of i mean israel they've always been on the forefront i wonder i wonder like how much cheaper it is to import um from i assume it's canadian stuff just because we're you know the only people i think that can do that at this point um but yeah i don't know like it seems like it'd be a lot more uh, prudent to uh, produce your own where you are especially because mm -hmm. the, the cultivars developed where you are are probably a lot better for the environment that uh, that you might but i suppose some some areas are easier to grow in and shit i mean just think if you're growing in like a real hot country and you're growing in a green you're gonna have the air conditioning that's gonna cost a fortune i mean yeah, and I suppose it comes down to economics and how what the overhead for that versus uh, importing it is. And I mean, here in Canada, I know that the producers definitely have a, a glutton on their hands in terms of product. But it's, I mean, in my experience, my very biased, obviously, experience, um, but nonetheless, uh, valid, I think, uh, there's really not a lot of quality stuff out there. So, like, it, it's kind of, it's interesting that they're they're importing all this stuff, but I mean... I don't know, like the quality would seem to be important, but I guess maybe maybe they just don't have any other options. And I suppose that's probably the case at this point. So I don't know, but interesting, I guess, that Israel is now number one over Germany. Um, <laughs> I know Australia's up there Israel too. Always, I'm pretty sure Israel have always been pretty far ahead in the medical. Yeah, world. absolutely. Yeah, they have. They've been doing shit for a long time yeah. Yeah. before everybody else. Dr. Machulam, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but was it back in 1967 actually found the thc molecule and then mapped it and all that kind of stuff so there you go then yeah <laughs> very ahead of the game but um yeah yeah very much so i mean in quite a lot of things as it goes mm -hmm. zn what news you got for us man well i've got one um i i think i think i touched on it a little bit last week um the uk again uh we have begun trials on babies with uh that are usually born with cesarean section and um they have issues with seizures and stuff uh the uk have for some no some unknown reason now decided that they're going to do a trial to see whether uh cannabis can actually help um so far two babies have been enrolled in the trials um and uh, it seems to be going well so far Oh, that's good. Good news. That is I good news. Very good news. Because there's a lot of kids suffer, and it's unnecessary. That's it, man. It's like a lot of studies have already been done, and it's like how much, how many more studies need to be done before the UK are happy to actually allow this shit to be used as medicine? Well, we we, we went to every other country too. We we took mm -hmm. all the studies from Israel. We took studies from other countries that have already done studies, and we studied the studies, and then decided we'd do a study of our own. What's going yeah, on? Yeah. It's to be expected from the UK. That's how we roll. Yeah, it's true. We come up with the most yeah. stupid fucking ideas. We, we've got some stupid laws, you know. And we follow the stupid. Yeah, we follow the stupid ideas that the English do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow! Well. Oh. Somebody's got. To, somebody's got to do it. We got some forum news as well. There, uh, we we had the Patreon prizes. That that was finished now. That competition. Who, who won that? Oh Patreon. yeah! Uh, oh yeah! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! There was actually three prizes given away. Yeah, I mentioned. Been kind of on a lucky streak lately at the forum. Uh, 
<laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Shit, well, man. It, like uh, Percy growing grinder, Percy's growing lighter, shit like that. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you're going to enjoy them prizes. And then uh, because it is now the 2nd of August, we moved on to a new month. So plant of the month have started again. So if you've got a nice plant that you want to take some pictures off, maybe with some seeds, come and get over to Percy'sGrowing.com and enter over there. We've got a few so, really nice entries in this last month. I think GB turned yeah. around and pulled the big surprise out to me. I mean, he didn't... It, that plant, I swear, was not in your diary, and all of a sudden it came from that, nowhere. That, that, you <laughs> see, found it in a hedge. I, I, I have to admit. Found it in a ditch. <laughs> really? Where, where did you buy that one from, GB? That, that came from <laughs> sweet, tender, love and care. That's my little grace, that little runt, the only seed of six popped that oh, actually wow. made it to the end. That and that was born on 420. That was right born now. on 420. <laughs> so she well, I is. I think that's the magic. Um, oh, but she was definitely the ugly duckling. I mean, she went from nothing to, oh, man, well, you posted that thing. Well, like, no, that's not the same point. Yeah. That's no way. No, that was the thing, she, yeah. she made such a change, guys. Such a change. Like, I, I was looking back yeah. at pictures from even, like, fucking three, four weeks ago. And I was going, yeah, this is going to fucking just be shit. I'm not even going to get like a har a good harvest off this and now I, I was in there this evening and i just had a look at it it's like there is fucking thick as a can of coke the cola is on the <laughs> I love top that. you know look, well in parts they're not huge huge but like in parts to be and they're just rock solid and this is your nice. second run, right? Well, yeah, thanks, thanks for that, GB, because, you know, I'm trying to encourage people to sign up and enter oh. into planting them. <laughs> GB's like, don't bother everybody, I'll fucking smash yeah. these. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm basically trying to add right there, though, is this is only a this second is run. A, this, and you know, lads, this is only my second run on, mm. since I started Anybody can again. smash it. Anybody oh, can yeah, smash man. this. So, yeah, you know I mean? sign up. won it on his first crop, man. It's doable. He absolutely did. He beat everybody. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. and... uh. High on Homegrown now, we're branching out. So we've got a Facebook page for High on Homegrown as well with its own YouTube channel. We've mentioned that earlier. So subscribe to that if you can. If you're enjoying the podcast, you know, then get over there and subscribe to the new channel. And eventually we'll start live streaming on there as well, maybe. But I think I enjoy doing it on the live streams on Percy's and then have the nice videos over on High on Homegrown. Keep it all nicely organized. So, and uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. We're getting all that shit sorted as well. So follow us where you can on whichever is your preferred platform. And download us on which any podcast network you use as well. We're getting out there now. And we're only on episode five, man. We're working hard. So super cool. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think that's all the news done. We'll move on to famous donors. Who's it going to be? GB. This week, my friends, we are talking about Morgan Freeman. I love nice. Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. <laughs> AKA God. <Right. laughs> Bearded Morgan to you. No. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. Morgan, he's... That's an inside joke. You'll have to go to Percy's to find out about that one. You do. You know what I'm saying? So Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. This is where yeah. we're going. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So Morgan was born in June 4th in 1937 in Memphis, Tennessee to Mamie and Morgan Sr. As an infant, he was sent to live with his mother, granny, um, but they moved around quite a bit. Like he lived in Charleston, he lived in Greenwood, Mississippi, Gary, Indiana, Chicago. He fucking, they got around, you know, but everywhere he went, he was always had a love for drama. When he was a young lad, he starred in his 
he was the star of the first show at the age of 12. And kind of from there, he just kind of, he thought acting was going to be his thing forever. You know, he turned down when he, when he got to, when he graduated high school, he turned down a scholarship for Jackson State for drama. And instead he signed up, he enlisted for the Air Force. I didn't know that. Wanted to do some service before he went to pursue his dreams. Well, it was, at, it was in 1955 he signed up. So as far as I know, that Whoa, is when. How old is this guy? Yeah. Well, he was born in 37, <laughs> lads. So like he, he's an old oh. geezer now at this stage. Yeah, yeah, and he still works like the amount of movies that this man has done. Like it is just mm. phenomenal, and uh, I just I can't fault him in any any acting, anything oh, he does. He's just phenomenal. Yeah, he's a good guy, yeah. man. Yeah, he's just phenomenal. so cool and laid back, you know. Yeah, well, fucking, he's a fucking stoner, man. He can't be anything but right. laid back. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite movie he was in? That was my question to everybody. So I mean, it's, that's a, that's a rough one. I don't Ooh. even. Know if I have. We all know Shawshank, right? When he was, he was really uh, red. Yeah, I like it, but. I don't know. That's not really. I couldn't say that was my favorite though. Oh yeah, no, I'd say that was probably mm-hmm. my favorite movie. Well, it is my but favorite movie. Them, he's in so many films. It's yeah. like picking your favorite Beatles song. You know, it's like there's a lot of good Beatles songs, man. So, yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> he was an excellent god in Bruce Almighty. I mean, come on, yeah, yeah. he was pretty he's awesome on god. that. He's, he's played a few times. Yeah, yes, and Heaven yes. Almighty. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, there's Fish Man, Fish Ain't Seven, fucking Brad Dark Knight Boys. That's a good what? one. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. That's just it. I mean, you, you can go on and on. Everyone was good. Every movie he's done. Yeah, well, I driving Miss Daisy for gosh sake! Come on, driving Miss Daisy—that was wonderful. Robin Hood, Thieves, way old school, but excellent movie. Excellent movie, excellent. I actually have them in my list of his top movies. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That I have. It was Driving Miss Daisy, The Shawshank Redemption, The Sum of All Fears, the Batman trilogies that he done. Oh yeah. Um, Last Mm. Night and Ben Hur and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. They were my favorite movies that the man has been in because um, mm-hmm. I'm not huge into the comedies. I like the Evan and the Bruce Almighty. Uh, Black Ops Garden there says he's got fibro, fibromyalgia. Yeah, and that is why he, um, that's why he kind of came out and he said that he yeah. smoked. No, Lady Gaga is another artist that suffers with that as well. And she smokes cannabis to try and relieve the symptoms. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, William Shatner's another one. I knew Shatner smoked, all right. I didn't know Gaga did, but. Could explain some of the costumes. <laughs> Very good. <No>? Movie, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the list goes on on the movies, but and I'm sure you all have your own own favourites. John Luke Picard. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was yeah. actually he is coming up in the next in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, no, we'll go on. But it's he he goes um he was introduced to to pop as he calls it by from his wife in the late sixties. Uh, for recreation use, and he continued it for the vast majority of his adult life. Um, he now so he was pretty old then. He was like hitting. He was in his thirties. Yeah, when he first started. yeah, wow. He, he started pretty late. He wasn't interested in it before that. The reason, the reason why now he doesn't smoke for um to get high or anything. Now he he smokes different different types of cannabis now, but he smokes purely for to relieve the fibromyalgia. That he has, mm-hmm. and so, um, after he's seen, like he's he's a vocal enough that like he's open about his cannabis use, and he'll tell everybody about it. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot of campaigning for the cause, but he does say that he read an article 
um, about children that suffer from mal grand seizures and things from epilepsy. Grand mal, yeah. Grand mal, that's it. Grand yeah. Mal. And he said that he's seen he's seen how it just stops them. He said like mm-hmm. anything anything that is can do that for a child should not be just end the story. It should be across the board. It should be legalized. You know, yeah, and that's his sure. that's his stance. And that is that is the stone of the week. Um sorry, I don't have any more kind of stuff that's on his TV, background yeah. on um smoking, yeah. but he doesn't really have he doesn't have a whole lot out there about talking about it. A bit of a private yeah. Well, if you don't know Morgan Freeman, that's... I mean, where where do you live? <laughs> yeah, well true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you might not have known he was a stoner until today. That's true. on the grow guide section and this week we're going to be discussing cannabis plant nutrition you know what, what nutrients are good what brands are reliable what we use ourselves and uh t- because tg grows organics as well and he knows his shit so and he actually knows like different kinds of shit you can use to feed plants so he actually literally knows literally shit, shit. Yes. You know yeah yeah that's true so we're going to go over some of that and so we can try and break it down for the new growers or maybe the more experienced guys just so we can give a better insight of the wider spectrum of cannabis plant nutrients and not just a specific little piece of it. So where should we start? I, well, I was just going to say to start out, I mean, whether you're growing organic or, or non, you know, chemical salt based, whatever you want to call it, the nutrients are the same, you know, macro, micro trace elements that you're going to need. So maybe we should go through which ones are which and. Uh... Yeah. Well, like we, the main three, which you might already know, even if you're a new grower, is the NPK, the nitrogen, the potassium, sure. and the phosphorus. Well, they're, they're the main three. But obviously, it still needs a lot of nutrients in the background. But them, them three are going to be the one the plants use the most of. So when you see plant food, you'll see on the side there'll be three numbers, and sometimes it will have NPK with it. But if you see them three numbers together, then you assume that's the NPK ratio. Yeah. Unless it says so you know unless it's a CalMag or something that isn't uh, a general kind of fertilizer, then yeah, those three numbers will always represent nitrogen, phosphorus. Because calcium phosphorus. comes next, I think. After them, top three, you know, calcium gets used a lot by the cannabis plant as well. That's right. Yeah. Magnesium, sulfur next one. are the, the kind of the secondary minerals that, yeah, they don't get used quite as much, I guess, as the uh, the macros or the, the yeah, primaries. Or on the Molybdenum. Yeah. The, you know, it's like, what the fuck are these, man? Trace elements. <laughs> Boron, cobalt, copper, iron, manganese, molybdenum, nickel, selenium, sodium, zinc, chlorine, silicon, if I put that in there. Uh, aluminium. Yeah, aluminum. Just, yeah. just, just saying aluminium. <laughs> it's because we're from the UK. Yeah. We say it different. That's probably the right way. To say I didn't say it. anything. No, it's actually the wrong way. I mean, I, it was a British. It was a British what? podcast that admitted that <laughs> the naked scientists actually said it was incorrect. Aluminium. Well, That's, hey, listen. I guess it's read, not spelled. Read how it's spelt. Yeah. You look at the words, look at the letters, yeah. and read it in your mind. No, I think it's actually it's actually spelt different in American English as well. No, it's spe- I, think spelled, I think it's spelled the same. No, it was Chris Smith from the Naked Scientist that actually said, admitted that it was it was pronounced incorrectly in the British uh, spelling. Interesting. It's oh, pronounced wow. aluminium, isn't it? Well, you know, no, it's, it's called aluminum, the English actually. language, mate, and we've decided to change it to aluminum. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, the English language. Monkey wins. So Thank you. 
funny. We know how Sorry. Shit. Right. Oh, Back to where we were. And everyone in chat is sitting and arguing about a word. Yeah. Okay. We spent five minutes on a, a minor element there. You, know? yeah. it's like, you don't even need to mention them, whatever. really. But yeah. No, really, you don't. That's the basic suite of elements. I mean, there's there's a lot more. Um, like that, you know, they, they say kelp, um, for example, will give you like something like 88 micronutrients and what we only listed maybe like 15 there. So there are a lot more out there, um, but that's kind of a, another podcast. And I mean, if you have a proper, at least in living soil or a super soil, if your soil is mixed properly and well balanced, those should all be in there anyway. You shouldn't really have to worry about um, actually you know, either amending it with those types of elements. Usually the only deficiencies you're going to run into are with the macros uh, and, the, and the calcium and magnesium too, I guess. So at least in my experience. And that can be down to pH problems as well, you know? Yes, that's a huge point. Right. Um, yeah. pH is, you know, you can't absorb the nutrients if you don't have the right pH, right? So very important. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fish, Fish cures his weed until his jar is empty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of the same as that as it goes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you, you use salt based nutrients, right? Monkey and cocoa. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a salt based nutrient guy. I mean, I have a little bit of stuff that I'll use every now and then that's organic just to start up. I'll use a little bit of uh, uh, kanga roots, which has got a little bit of microbes and, and whatnot in it. Smells horrible, but I mean, it gets a good start on the plants. And then sometimes I'll use a kelp either a foliar or a, a soil soak to help the roots out as well. But beyond that, it's all salt for me. Um, and yes. right, I've uh, been using the advanced nutrient cocoa, Sensi Cocoa line for a long time now. And I know in the grow communities, advanced nutrients is a bad word to use, but it's been good for me. And, and yeah, yeah, no, it was good for me when I used it as well, mate. It's not a bad line at all, man. No, it's but just, I, mean, I think the, what people's problem is, is they overdo it, advanced nutrients. Dude. They've got so much, man, like this bottle, the B52 and the fucking, yeah. you know, so so much different shit. When all you really need is the A and B and a PK booster, you know, something for the Well, boost. that's pretty much what I'm using. I'm using the A and B, and of course, that's the bloom and the grow separately on that. I'll use yeah. a CalMag, and uh, I really don't care what brand it is. I'll just adapt to that. And then I have a PK that I use. It's a, it's an off brand. It's called Flower Fuel. And beyond that, I don't use anything else. That's it. Yeah. And it, the weed grows better. I mean, I keep it as I mean, simple yeah, as possible. Because when you get to salt based nutrients, man, it's all pretty much the same shit, just diluted differently. Oh yeah. You know. But you know, when I started out, I bought all of that other stuff. I bought you name it. Oh, this is going to make yeah. it better. This is going to make my crop grow bigger or, or smell yeah. better. And it was the total opposite, in my opinion. The more I added to it, the worse my grow was. Sure. It's yeah. a common mistake that new growers make. They just go out and buy all this stuff thinking it's going to make a big improvement. When yeah. really, symbol, keep it basic and you're going to get better results. Snake yeah. oil. Yeah. You go, yeah. you go yeah. to the hydro shop and you look at all them colours on the shelf and you think, Ooh. And it is yeah. when you, you know. look at some of them. The they be like... <laughs> Of course it is. And then yeah. the man spots you looking and he says, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great stuff, that is. But, but look at that brand, that, Samurai. That. You know Samurai? Yeah, mm -hmm. Their artwork's pretty fun. Cool, man. He's got Samurai. Who don't like Samurai? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, too, yeah, if, if, if anybody's ever worked in retail, um, there's probably a, a decent chance that the, you know, the salesman that you're dealing with might either be making more money off of whatever product yeah, he might be recommending you. So mm -hmm. it's all in my opinion, with that stuff, marketing, like, like, and like you guys said, keeping it simple is, is the best and easiest way to be able to diagnose any problems. And yeah, 
Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking about that before the show started. I mean, you'll get an answer in, in the forum, and sometimes you'll get two different answers from two different people. And the only reason for that is because there's more than one way to do this. Sometimes mm -hmm. you'll get two different answers from the same person. <laughs> this is very yeah. true. I, I think I do that. You do often. that, Mackie. No. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's overfed bad. That is not starving, mate. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I strip back completely. I literally just feed kind of A and B. And I just feed hmm. can of PK. I don't nothing else. I put no magnesium, no silicon, no Same for me, mate. nothing. The cow mag, nothing, nothing, anything? nothing. No, just nothing wow. lighter on the ground nope. either. No, uh, I I changed. I I put um a small bit of rhizo in um right. just at, at the very start, like in week two, week three, and then I put another hmm. little bit in for during the week as I done the transplant into its big 20 litre pot, then all it is is literally it was just A and B and then just A and B and PK. Nothing else. That's, and she is fucking rocking. It's all about the active ingredient. You know, what's broken down inside the actual nutrients itself. And most of them are the same shit. You know, you look on the side of the bottle, it will tell you what's in there broken down by percentage. Yeah, you don't oh, have to go into all the bells and whistles and have all the, oh, I need this for this week and this for that week and this for this. Yeah. No, do you think you're just doing yourself more trouble than anything else yeah. with that? I mean, that you're just making a web that if something happens, you've got to untangle all those pieces. And I, I, I just horrible. Because mm. I'm only feeding one plant, I make up my, my feed fresh every day. So literally, I'll go out I'll make up my nutrients and everything. I'll pH me water. I shake it up and then I'll come leave it for about four hours, three, four hours. Then I come back, Ooh. throw the whole lot of it into the plant over the space of a couple of minutes. I'm done in my, my grow. When I, if, if I don't have everything done pre hand, I'm done out in the grow in like 15 minutes. Yeah. I think a good, a good rule of thumb, at least, I mean, it's a little out of my scope, obviously, because I'm not a, a salt grower, but, if, if the company you're buying your nutrients from has, you know, like four or five or six pages of products that are different, you know, variations of, of your basic, like you guys were just talking about your can of A, can of B, your PK, some Kelmag, and maybe a, a bud finisher type of thing. If, if you have like more than that, really, I mean, probably the company has their, their resources, maybe their spread kind of too thin or their, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like yeah. you, when you buy a, a stereo system when it has the Blu-ray player, the radio, everything built in. It works, but it doesn't work nearly as well or sound nearly as good as a standalone just speaker and amplifier, right? Yeah, and I understand. In the same yeah. sense, like there's a company here in Canada, uh, Remo Nutrients is, is the name. It's a small right, company. Yeah, yeah, another. They're good. Um, a lot of the the legal guys are are using them in their grows as well as they're very popular in the in the home grow community as well. And if you go to their website, yeah. they only have about four to six products, I think. And it's like what I just said, it's the basic line of what you would need to grow really yeah. good cannabis plants. There's no bullshit, no snake oil. So, yeah. See, but zombie's a little different now because zombie, you grow in soil, but you use salt based nutrients, right? Yeah. Well, up until today, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's going to make that change. Well, I've looked into this so I'm um, uh, living soil um, and after like chatting away to myself for the last couple of days, I went and bought a bag this morning, but also bought a bag of Canaterra, which is what I've been up until now growing in with Dutch Pro Newts. Um, I've had no issues, no issues whatsoever until I changed to Canabio. 
um, introduced a load of gnats into my tent with the soil. So I've kind oh, of gone oh, off shit. that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm seriously talking thousands of the damn things as well. So I, I was tempted by this soil as it's water only and all the nutrients are in there and it's apparently going to be good for 12 weeks, three weeks veg and no, 10 weeks then. So yeah, three weeks veg, seven weeks uh, flour. Okay, so is it a super soil? It is a super soil. It's got all, all of those, like uh, the the worm castings and the crab yeah. meal and all that kind of stuff already mixed in. Um, and so apparently, because there's super soil and there's living soil and there's a difference between the two, right? TJ, you would know the answer to that. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a good question. I mean, I like first off, I'm no expert. You know, like I only know what I've read and kind of... Uh, you know, I, I have a geology degree and I did take some soil science classes, but I by no means a microbiology. I never had that. So just get that out of the way. Um, but from what I understand, yeah, the, the, a super soil would be more of just a pre-amended soil where you'd have your nutrients in a, in a usable form by the plants already kind of mixed in, not necessarily relying on the microbial activity so much to, to break down those, those nutrients into a form that your plants would be able to use, whereas a living soil you work in conjunction um, with the microbes and and use them to, I guess, make the uh, the nutrients available or more available than they would be, and and also you know prevent uh, pests or uh, diseases and all that kind of stuff um, through yeah. out competing well, uh, and stuff like that. So at least that's the way I kind of think about it. Now Spartan's got a good point there. Actually, he says soil with amendments already in it that you just water is usually called water only soil or amended and. That, that I think makes a lot more sense because super soil does imply that there's, you know, like some, not that amended soil isn't super, it's, it's really nice to just water it. But yeah, the microbes are kind of the super part of, of that statement, I think so. Yeah, so when it comes to the brands of nutrients, is there any particular ones you guys would recommend? Obviously, I'd recommend Canna because it's good and cheap and it does the job nicely. Yeah, I'm at Macienda. The reason I go with the advanced nutrient system, I, I use rainwater. We have a lot of rain and it's cheap and it's really good quality. And even though I'm only using about a quarter of a strength of the advanced nutrient, it's still strong enough to stabilize pH perfect. And so I can mix a three-day res and at the end of three days, everything's still right on track. So I have, yeah. you know, it's working now. I'm, I'm going to stay there. I'm going to yeah, learn a little sure. bit more about it. And I'm going to get stronger with it. But you know, that's where I stay. Well, I'm going to take that step into the living soil soon. That's going to be my next step. I've heard there's a good recipe on the site. I don't know. I've never really looked at there it. Is, but, there uh, is, and I'm looking at going with it. You know. but I'm going to have to build a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, just like zombie. That, seen this recipe. Yep, that's how I designed it. Three to four months of water only, basically, and a shot of kelp. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some molasses if you got it kicking around. No, I want to leave it in for like yeah. fucking years, man. I want to reuse it, reuse it, reuse yeah. it as much as possible. Just keep amending it when it needs to, you know, by top dressing, completely organic. Shit like that. I'm ready to fight these bugs, man. That's what you want. I'm Garden ready. full of wheelie bins then, mate. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 200 bucks like... initially for soil and you're good for five years. Like, I don't know what that really works out to cost-wise, but it's cheap as hell. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we say it's cheap? I, I like the hands-on with the, with the cocoa and with the, with the salt-based. You kind of feel like it's more like, like a... like raising a baby. Yeah. yeah. Scientist or mm. something. <laughs> But it's just it gives you some for 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 if you're like someone like me that you're fucking bored every day and it, plus it gives you said the the only bit of alone time that you get. 
Like, y'all know I work and live with those. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll have to change the name of this from my own home ground to Green Bids Windy now, fella. Uh, 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 coming from ZN. Come yeah, on. Well, I'd like to say salt based newts in Canaterra soil I've used for the last few years, um, Dutch Pro. And I've, I've, I've had no issues with them. Slightly more expensive than some, and some of their products are ridiculously expensive. But the base newts are really reasonably cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, they do okay. I've had no issues with them. Essentially, it's all the same shit. You know, yeah. it's just got different well, branding on it, isn't it? It's They're a, nice labels, though. That's <laughs> it. You're paying for the artwork and the advertisement. And, like, the yeah, company, yeah. The when you bring your buddies budget, over, and like, the advertising budget issues. They look at your shelf and they're like, "Fuck, you must be." Really yeah, good at growing. How much have you spent? <laughs> yeah. You know, or yeah, if they know, then yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is you know, growing cannabis is is nuanced in that plant. You need there's special things about the plant that you do need to know, like stretch and, and stuff like that that doesn't happen to other plants. Yeah. But ultimately, mm-hmm. just general horticultural science, small scale horticultural science, is absolutely 100% applicable to growing the way we do, and that's yeah. that's a very heavily developed um area of of academia you know so like why not tap into into that not being you know like only taking the academia because that you kind of get into egos right like those people think they know what they're doing the growers the old school people think that they know what they're doing but there needs to be a kind of a meshing i think and now that it's kind of legal in a lot of places i think that is happening too pretty much you know when, when you come to buying nutrients it is all pretty much the same shit, man. And it's going to depend on your budget a lot. Yeah. If you haven't got much, then stick with the canner. It's all good. But if you've got the money to, to not waste, but, you know, if you've got that extra little bit to buy something else, try the advanced, man, because the advanced nukes are good as well. Mm. Samurai might be good. Give it a shot. Try these things. It's, it's a hobby. Don't take it too seriously. Some Enjoy what you're doing. You. They might not work for others. And, and if it don't work, go get yeah. enough of fucking nutrients. Do your man. due diligence. But don't take everything with a grain of salt, too, because like we've said, what mm-hmm. might, might work for one person doesn't work for another person for various reasons. So, uh, yeah, well said, environment. Usually. And I was just going to say, second, what Ian said, the environment. Environment makes such a difference because what it's like in the UK is different to Ireland. It's fucking completely different to Canada and the US. And come down here, you will definitely see a different world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll build, I battle heat, you know, 10 months out of the year. Yeah. Wow. That's just mad. TG battles cold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two different worlds. It's 36 we degrees here. Weed. <laughs> it ain't cold right now, man. I'm, I'm sweating my... Well, oh, it's uh, fucking it's cold. cold. Yeah, but... <laughs> it lives so far north, it's oh, like it's... daytime for 24 hours a day in certain parts of the US. Yeah. This year's been chilly cold, here. It's, it's, it hasn't, it's only barely hitting the fucking 20 degrees here. We're having fucking shit weather all summer. It's rained so much. So much. 34 here the other day. Oh, I know. 25 today. Yeah. I had to dry my, like, the last week when I cut my stuff down, it dried. It was 26 degrees in my basement. So it's, it's not the best wow. tasting, I will say that. <laughs> Yeah. But it dried in a day and a half, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very crispy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We will cover curing at some point. It's our drying and curing. Yeah. But that's further on down the line. You know, we're trying to make our way through the growth cycle as we go. Next week for growth guides, we're going to discuss different light cycles that cannabis plants live on. 
you know, how to grow autos. Is it better to do them on 24, maybe 20 hours of light or four hours darkness? We'll discuss all that next week. So that's the next section. Yeah. Cool. I do want to point out something about if you if you are looking into building a living soil or buying or getting into the living soil, um, building it, I think, is probably the best way to go if you can find a good recipe, um, whether it's Vic mm -hmm. High or, or which there is Which you've written one on the forum, man. Uh, one person's forum. Good. Mine's basic, or mine's amended uh, to my local situation. So, like, I I tried to find. That's my biggest thing is find find your local stuff. You can find there's many different parts to a living soil that you can incorporate, but finding your stuff locally is is I think the most important part if you if you're really concerned about growing organically. And yeah, so my my recipe works if you can find those ingredients. But there's a, I've listed yeah. some alternatives that you can use as well. So, um, this is my main concern with growing organic. I, I'd like to source everything locally so the microbes are local. Mm -hmm. But it's it's hard to find all that stuff. You got to just make yeah, your own compost yeah. and then hit it with a compost tea. Yeah, and I've, I've got some beautiful compost yeah. as well, man. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I got a, I've been so lazy. I, I, I've got to brew up some tea to inoculate some more. It's my plants. Uh, Fucking hell. Well, I don't know. What has life come to? When we're sitting here at our age going, oh, man, that dirt is so nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to touch that dirt. <laughs> well, listen, there's loads of people out there that do the same thing and grow tomatoes and cucumbers. And Very exactly. More magical. Right. Good soil. When you when you know what soil is and when you see good soil, and you, it is something to fucking appreciate. Yeah. You know, when you see a flatness and it's all full of worms, and you can just tell. I put all our no, flowers and we got like outside the herbs, the rosemary, and there's some uh, basil and stuff. And people just are like, holy shit, how are your plants so luscious and so good? And I'm just, yeah. it's the soil. I don't know. Like, it's a soil. It's a soil. You have no idea what I can do with soil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, uh, Actually, just that so you say about it, in the grow shop, um, I, I was in there not so long ago, and there was like a fucking really old dude. I'd say he was like 82, came in. He was going in getting all this stuff for growing his tomatoes and growing his his like hydroponic. He grew hydroponically or something and everything. Good man, following rule number one. Yeah, and, and he turned to me and goes, "Ah, so so so, do you grow the cannabis?" <laughs> I was like, "No, do you?" <laughs> Uh, what is cannabis? Uh, what I don't even know what, what is a cannabis. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> that evil devil's lettuce. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was so funny. Like he was such an old dude. But I think he was actually in... maybe, maybe he was growing and he's reaching out for a grower friend, mate. You know, could have, really? could have been. And it, actually, this <laughs> when I say not so long ago, this is going back like a year and a half ago. It was a long right. time ago, like. <laughs> but it's just it's. Right, so we should move on, man. We should move on to a strain of the week now. Oh, yeah. And a drum roll and a boom, bam. Ah, this week, strain of the week. I like to, to, if I can, incorporate a strain of the week that has to do a little bit with our, our interview guest. And this week, uh, let's take a look at UK cheese. And I have mm -hmm. to admit, you know, when I, when I think about cannabis and some of these names that I've heard, uh, things like cat piss and, and you know, Kim, <laughs> Kim dog, these things don't make me want to go out there and grab this particular nah. bit of cannabis. And when you say UK cheese or Mackey's growing one, I believe that's called blue cheese. Yeah, blue I, cheese. I, I just had visions of this funky, nasty, why do I even want this in a bag material? 
And that's pretty honestly, much what it is, mate. That, that is well, what and it that's is what everybody keeps telling me. And that's why I'm going like, why do I even want this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after I'm sort of reading about this stuff there and, and I'm thinking about it going like, you know, this is probably something I've, I've, I've not known I smoked and probably smoked something very similar to it because it's, it's actually just a, an offshoot of skunk number one from Sensi Seeds. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've smoked enough skunk and yeah, it's funky, but you know, when you say something like blue cheese, I just imagine opening the bag and going like, whoa, this goes outside. You know, that's one of those things. <laughs> but then, uh, then sure. I started doing the research on this, on this strain and they talk about it, you know, it's, it's sweet and tropical and has a skunky mm-hmm. smell and invokes the, the flavor sensation of wine and cheese. I'm going like, hmm, that, now this is starting to sound a lot better to me. So, it's a beautiful mean, strain, man. I love it, I do. And yeah, th- there's different varieties of it as well now. There's not just like there was just cheese in the first place. Uh, but in the, in the interview later, you hear Milo say uh, how he's bred it with different strains to get different flavors off it as well. Right. And, and that's really, I mean, I'm not going to go too far into that because that's all part of Milo's story like that. But it really impressed me. I mean, because I'm, I'm thinking there, honestly, I was having to twist my own arm thinking like, okay, I've talked to Milo. I've got to grow some cheese. Really, do I want this cheese? And then I, then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of want this now. Because the thing that, that, that uh, entices me on this one is when they talk about the, uh, the sensory experiencing is very uplifting with no ceiling. I'm going mm-hmm. like, mm, now I want this. Now I want this badly. So, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful strain, man. It's, it's so tasty and it smells so good. You know, like, you know, but it smells so bad at the same time. Like literally some cheeses do smell like dog shit. Like, absolutely. If you have a dog, you know, when you walk in the dog and you're picking up the fucking dog shit because you're a good citizen and you don't want to leave the dog shit on the floor. No, Mac, you, you have a cat. You don't pick up cat shit. They do it themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, go <laughs> ahead, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just horrified at the moment right now. It's just, oh God, it's terrible. I hate doing it, man. You know, some of those strings you, you can all visualize that shit. Cold. But sometimes it smells like that. And But I hate this one of the dog shit, but if a smart cheese, that smells like dog shit. I'm like, mmm, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't know, psychological problems or something, but those uh, of you out there who yeah. know the UK cheese, like the real UK stinky, oh, yeah. pungent cheese, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, man. Is the big Buddha cheese a stinky one? Oh, it's terrible, mate. It's, oh, it's it? known as the uh, the filter killer. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beast. Stinks so stinky. Oh, no, and, and Exodus cheese as well. <laughs> They're mentioned by Paddy in the chat. Exodus cheese is just a gorgeous strain as well, man. Yeah, it's an indica dominant, uh, mm-hmm. about an eight to nine week flowering time, photo period plants, you know, medium height, a medium yield. And like Mackie said, a filter killer is what everybody keeps saying about it. Just, you know, this funky, funky strain that you're going to need really good tight glass jars to keep all that smell oh, in. Stinks. Yeah. Oh, going no like good. Zombie Nation is drooling over here. The thing is, somebody gave me two of them and said, yeah, do you want these? And I thought, yeah, I can't say no, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a juice smoker. It's not my thing. It gives me a headache more than anything else. Really? Yeah. A lot of people. It's. No, but you see, I've explained this before. It's like um, it's the street weed thing, man. Because cheese was so popular, oh, people were growing it right. everywhere, and they were just smashing it out. And it looks done before it's done, like most weeds do. And these people growing it, they're not looking for the quality. They're looking for yeah. the bulk, the big it's bud, true, which man. it grows, you know, and the stink which it grows for the back appeal and the yield and so when it looks done and it smells good when it's on fucking week six it smells <laughs> done it's still got three weeks left you know on week six it's fat juicy resinous yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. buds man it looks done 
So people are happy to chop that down and sell it, and that's got immature THC on it, which is going to give you. It probably hasn't been flushed properly as well. I don't give a fuck about that. So right. all of this could cause headaches, or and you know, not give you a proper yeah. fucking stone, cause paranoia because the THC is immature. You know, and all this makes a difference. But if you let that cheese cook for the nine weeks it's supposed to cook for, you're not nine gonna week get flour. Nine, nine, you can make yeah, it go eight to eight. nine weeks. Yeah. I, I like to let mine go for nine because you know you gotta have them ambers in there, man. Maybe this is mm, a good, I can't fucking wait. A good chance for uh, you know us to have some properly grown cheese in in some sort of grow competition or something in the future. Mm. Maybe this is something we could do that up there at Percy's. Maybe mm. grow some mm. cheese. Yeah, um, well, we have got a grow off coming up soon with Seedsman. Yeah, maybe, maybe, because I know it's Mikey a, did say it to me a long time ago that we should, I should give the, the cheese a go. I got some blue cheese here that I've been meaning, but yeah. Now that blue cheese sounded absolutely lovely. That's where you put some D-Day short blueberry with the cheese, and that just yeah. sounded so good. Yeah, it was nice, mm-hmm. actually. I will agree with that. Uh, yeah, those, <laughs> just the original, just rotten disgusting cheese is is it's a acquired taste i think but once you acquire it you kind of like you know what's up <laughs> it's so good <laughs> if, uh, if you haven't tried it, try it. and it, the thing is as well it's not just a, a great strain to smoke but it's so fucking easy to grow it's like during the, the veg stage the stems are like rubber you can train it any way yeah, you like yeah. and it's real real bushy real leafy so if you stick it in a scrog fucking hell it, it, perfect for scrugging. It, you just fill that screen, man. Massive. I got the last time I did blue cheese back in 2015. I got 23 ounces from a 1.2 meter 10 under 600 watt HPS. Nice. Nothing special on the line. That big bottle of blue cheese, man. It's like my pinnacle grow. That is. So now I've come back to it. Let's see how it does. You know. Be interesting but to see. Fucking, what can you do with try it? Try it. You will not be disappointed. No. You know? I will try it. It's on my list. Wow. It's on my next seed order. <laughs> yeah. The two, the two that I'm looking at are looking absolutely beautiful. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you can get them in a, like cheese is a pretty ubiquitous strain. Whether or not you get it from like Big Boot, I would recommend Big Boot obviously because yeah. he's original. But you can get it autos, yeah, regulars, fans, like whatever you need. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Pretty much the same with everything these days, though, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I guess the, the, the bigger name <laughs> stuff for sure. Um, can, yeah, look, Kenneth there uh, became so popular, just call it Danks, where I'm from, pretty much. Yeah, yeah the Dank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah awesome. Stink. Stink. See that the Dank? Where did that come from? Where did that phrase come from, the Dank? Mm. I don't know. Would it, would it, but I was thinking about it the other day. Would it have been from like the likes of, say, Danny Danko? Because he was the one that selected the, the winner of the Cannabis Cup, and the winners, like, will be. No, I think it. I think oh, it would have been the other way around. Yeah, Danny Danko took yeah. his name, I think, from Dan- or Donnie Darko, but it was a, a play on Donnie Darko. Oh, was it? I didn't know. I thought that was his actual name. No, his name's Dan. I forget his, his last name. But yeah. I know he's from Russia. I know he was Russian. Mm-hmm. But no, um, Dank, I would assume it comes, like, well, I have no idea, but have you ever been in a in a basement with no ventilation that, that just is kind of wet and <laughs> shitty? Well, zombie, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> musty. And... Yeah, but it just smells like Fucking must and shit, you know. I don't, yeah. A lot of the houses I work on smell like that. Yeah, actually. that's dank. I, I think. Oh, okay. Some weed smells I like spoke. that, right? So, especially some of the cheeses. We've, we've spoke about the blue cheese. So, let's uh, let's have Milo speak about that cheese. Here we go.
him, man. Pretty cool guy. He's, yeah, he's been been through an incredible journey. You know, he just started off in England when it's still illegal now. So it was obviously illegal back then when he was doing his thing. But he still managed to create one of the most popular strains in the world, in my opinion. You know, I mean, you've got these big strains like White Widow and, and Northern Lights and shit, but she's has become one of those classic strains that are up there with them fucking them big ones. Now, he didn't create the cheese strain, but he took cheese from cotton form only into a seed form, which is what we have now. You know, oh. that's what he sells. That's a pretty good accomplishment in itself to stay yeah, in the genetics sure. that way. Get you know, it spread he's around a little bit better. Cop as well. He did. Imagine winning the cannabis cup. Imagine having one of those you can sit on your mantelpiece at home. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love it, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, one day maybe. Especially you, TG, because you do a bit of breeding with the seeds now. You know, it's completely possible, mate. Yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, I thought we were. I thought I was listening to the fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know you guys were actually. I, I didn't know you muted it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a good job we didn't go on any crazy outburst. Some really good weed he's smoking today. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, I'm like, oh, I don't want to say anything. Cause, like. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I thought that. Just in case. <laughs> yes. So to prevent any more confusion on TG's behalf, yes, we'll move on to the uh, to the um, interview now. It's not a very long one. It's only about uh, half lads, hour long. So, lads, yes. lads, yeah, no, that's we're live, by the way. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, we're we're talking live. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of course we, we are. are. So, so, yeah. So Did you not know this? On the interview, no? <laughs> I thought we were getting the, the into interview the interview. not playing yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for everybody. fuck's sake. <laughs> not playing yet. Okay, we are still oh, man. live. Do not fuck or bugger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you remember, Mackie usually <laughs> says, okay, not. guys, we're out <laughs> now. on another planet somewhere still. Concentrate, man. It's because we it's run a little bit later. It's past eleven o'clock, so you're all a little bit more stoned <laughs> than most episodes. So you know, concentrate now, lads. I'm gonna, right, right, everybody. Right. It's only going to last about half hour. This interview. It's not a very long one. So we're going to. Uh, I'm going to press play now. We are not going to go live when I press this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that after the interview. We are listening as well. So I hope you enjoy it, man. It's a real good conversation. Here we go. How are you? I like to join us. Yeah, no, great pleasure to you, man. I saw um, you did an interview with Danny Danko last week, didn't you? Yeah, that's right, man. He mentioned when you first bought the cheese out and he handed you the trophy for the Cannabis Cup and all of that. Yeah, he remembered that one very specifically. Yeah. Mm. Huge experience for Danny, if, he, if that was a standout memory in his mind. Yeah, no, it was a standout experience for all of us. It was, uh, it was a life-defining moment, for I sure. I bet, mate. I bet you were buzzing. Buzzing, mate. Buzzing were the, the word, but, you know, more than anything, it was like, uh, it just turned out brilliant, mate. You just, uh, and the journey that I've had since then, that was like over 14 years ago now. The journey's just been uh, unbelievable and it still is, still is unbelievable, you know. I bet, mate. You see, I've got, I've got some of your seeds in my tents right now. Yeah. Some of the blue cheese, man. It's one of my oh, yeah. favourites of all time. I love it. Yeah, man. So tell us the story, man. How did the cheese come along? How did you bring it about? I'll start from the beginning. Uh, Always loved smoking. Always loved smoking. And like, I just got into it a lot. I used to go to like Tower Records in Birmingham and like buy like the 
the like Red Eye and Weed World magazines and all the Ganja magazines that they had there. See. There was a magazine, Tower Records, that you could buy called Red Eye. The, the guy used to go on like crazy journeys and, you know, he used to go to like farms in Morocco and Afghanistan. I looked on the inside pages and I noticed that he's in there. He's in Stamford, Peterborough. I thought, oh, bloody hell, that's quite close by days. And so, like, uh, I started calling him up. This guy was the editor. His name was Zorro. Basically, after a few years uh, of going up there smoking, and what I'd do, I'd take, like, a box of magazines uh, back with me, like, because uh, he only made sort of, like, four editions a year or something. So I didn't go up there too often. Yeah. And then when I went up there, uh, after a few times, I started mentioning the cheese because I started to see it around in Birmingham and people had it in Birmingham. People were selling it in, in, oh, right. in Birmingham. But like, the, you, you couldn't get like a clone or nothing of it. And I already started growing like a, a couple of years previous to that. And then um, it was this guy who was saying to me, oh, I've got one of the actual, like the Exodus family's cut. Okay. You know, he gave it to this guy. He gave it to, to, to this guy. And he goes, you know, I've got like three clones for you. So I suppose like the rest is history. I started uh, growing it, you know, I found out that it was obviously, it was the real, real deal. I gave it to a few of my friends. Uh, well, as as a cutting? Yeah, as a cutting, as long as like an insurance policy. Really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, to make sure that it, if you killed yours, there's still others. Yeah, and then uh, while they while they were also making good money from it, yeah, because he was he was new out and he was the how can you say it? he was the crack of the streets, wasn't yeah, it? Man. He was the full epidemic time. It was for years, for like a decade. Cheese was number one man, until like Stardog came out and things like that. All yeah. those chains are popular now, but until then, it was all cheese. Nothing else tasted it, and like mm-hmm, in the UK, we like a we, we we smoke it mixed with like a bit of tobacco in there. Yeah, and so like you know, it was one of the few weeds that you could cover the taste of the tobacco from mm-hmm. from the joint. And then like it was just the high that you got from it. It was just like a buzz. It's like a it's like a no ceiling high. You just you just couldn't like yeah, just, really like, heavy eyes, man. You, you know when you yeah. that cheese stone, that, that heavy stone. Mm. I've never tried it. I've got to try this one. And then um, from when I had it, what I started to do was was back cross. And like I read an article and he was talking about back crosses. And he was saying, obviously, you know, to get something replicant to the to the female, you have to obviously back cross. You got to use like a, a genetic stock for your male, which is like a, a pure line. And so... Um, and I, I used to, my, my parents used to have like a Chinese takeaway, a Chinese restaurant. And Ooh. next door, there was like a, like a, an old guy who worked in the garage. Yeah, he had like a, a bag of like seeds. And he goes, oh, these are proper like, you know, Afghani seeds. These are, uh, oh. you know, I, I, I want you to try these. And so I tried them and basically out of there, the, the females weren't nothing too sort of special, but like uh, like there was a male in there. I knew that it was like an actual land race, pure land race, you see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that I back crossed it about four or five times. That was that was by the time it was around like 2005, 2006. Started as a seed company. 
Mm. And then in, in 2006, when I won that high times in, in, in Amsterdam, since then it's, it's just been like a, a, a marvel. But I knew, I, I knew to, to back cross it. I knew to back cross it because I, you know, that's the, you know, there weren't, there wasn't a seed version. There was clones of it, of cheese. Mm-hmm. And there's like different different versions of it and things. That's it for and years that so you couldn't get any seed of Exodus. You had to get cuttings. Yeah, you had to get cuttings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like uh, a lot of people come up to me and say, Oh, you're the inventor of the cheese. I go, No, 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 mate. I invented the cheese seed. Yeah. <laughs> and stink, point, yeah. You know, we, 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 we made the first uh, and developed the first seed version of, of, of cheese, but like cheese was a clone. You know, uh, yeah. man, so, I just uh, love cheese so much as well. I, I, it's it's one of my favourites, man. I mean, it's Jack Herra, which rates up there as one of my tops as well. But you see, yeah. the, the blue cheese specifically, my God, yeah, the blue, the blue was good, mate. I, no, I had, it's like, better than good, man. Mm, That's yeah. high praise coming from Mac. Mm. That year, mm. I, I collected some seeds, yeah, from everybody, and I had like a Dutch passion blueberry, and oh. had like other company blueberry. And it was a DJ Shaw blueberry, the original one. Oh yes, that, that was the one which uh, I, I used a, a mail from his packet. Wow. Uh, and then what that did was that gave it a bit more sort of flavour and blue boot to mm-hmm. it. That that won a prize as well. That did as well. And that that's been a, a real good classic. I love it. And I do. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And uh, it's taken me like travelled around the world with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the same, mate, and, and and not only that as well. It doesn't, it doesn't have any barriers. It don't matter whether you're rich or poor, whatever race you are, whatever like groups you hang out with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if, whether or not you're going to like a a high end VIP party or or like a just like a hippie drumming rave and things. Good weed, good weed. Yeah, man, I, I absolutely believe that's true. So you know, we're uh, working on any projects right now that we uh, we could know about. There's new sort of CBD products might be coming out. No. Nice. Uh-huh. In the future, there's going to be uh, a lot more like sort of companies, but but we're going to be sort of bringing through, and uh, like a lot of the talent in the UK uh, at the moment. There's a lot of like sort of new breeders, uh, young and upcoming, and. Uh, they, they, they need like a, a little bit of hand and a little bit of consultancy. I'm concentrating a lot on like the next new companies and stuff. Uh, mm. People like uh, Lady Sativa Genetics, Karma Genetics. You've been in the game a long time, man. Mm. <clears throat> what you, is like the Cannabis Cup the most memorable experience of the whole thing? Like the beginning when you won it? Yeah, but not only that, it's the people that you meet, mate, because, you yeah. know... Like, Everybody's different. Mm. Everyone has got their own sort of like, you know, personalities. You know, some are nice to you. Some yeah. are like, you know, RCTA. I've made a lot of friends in this community. A lot of genuine, real people. You know what I mean? This is Danny Danko oh, yeah. said the same thing. Like the, the, one of the best things to him was just the people who've smoked made, with him. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you get to smoke with cool people. Some people are smoking it for their, for their own, like, health and... And like, you know, like, you know, it keeps them sort of sane and things. And I smoke do, for the benefit of everybody else's health. 
<laughs> I, I just throw I in a... do smoke for medical reasons though but i understand that <laughs> no no limits on it. and uh yeah it's it's just it's just it's just the best and then uh you know when i go to shows and things and when we do spanabis every year that's like a big community communal yeah. thing but i hope it's on for 2021 because if it is we'll, we'll be going yeah, it should, it should be on next year yeah well, I'm hoping it is on as well, you know. Uh, we got to see what this COVID does to I was us. Over in Barcelona this year for Spanaby, when he got cancelled, and mm. we was already over there. And oh, lame. You know, I, I'm only like you know, half an hour on the, on the flight uh, to to Ibiza from Barcelona, and like even I was getting stuck, and uh, I couldn't get back. And wow, well, for Saturday, I, I I couldn't leave until Monday. Obviously, so you haven't travelled for a while, obviously, now because of the COVID. Yeah, the COVID. Uh, this was our version of a, of a war because everyone will remember what they were doing during lockdown. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's you, true. You know what I mean? And uh, what well, what I've noticed more than anything, but uh, a few things I've noticed is basically uh, during lockdown, there's a lot of people consuming a lot more. Mm -hmm. what that's done is made prices go up everywhere yeah it's crazy prices well it's yeah. part of the risk as well you know because moving it around especially when lockdown was on and the police were pulling people over for being out in their cars the risk is way too high and then there's a whole like you know borders getting closed well something else uh, one, one of my friends mentioned the other day and this was true fact as well but like every sort of weed smoker I know I don't know anyone who's actually caught it or got it bad or died from mm, it. Maybe it's because, you know, weed smokers were antisocial to some extent. We stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's because as soon as we had an excuse to stay at home and not have to go out anywhere, we all jumped out of that opportunity. So oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot less stoners are catching COVID because just not going out. <laughs> we're very good at self-quarantining. We're doing mm. well. But it's an interesting point, you know, mate. Maybe we does do something with COVID. Wouldn't surprise me because it fucking does so much good in every yeah. other way. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to push every other vaccine out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, See, that's should, should the COVID vaccine be mandatory? It's like, you're fucking crazy. It's also like a lot of people like conspiracy theorists saying, oh, this is the big picture of like, you know, they want to control you. They want to, mm. you know what I mean? They want to like, you know, put on masks, put on this and that. Uh, and like, you're just thinking, oh, God. No, I don't think the government want us to wear masks because they've paid billions on that facial recognition shit, which are all in these point. cameras now. Excellent you know, they point. don't want us to wear masks. But they do oh, yeah, want the cashless society. They want to know exactly how many big butter seeds we're buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> strange times, this, you know. And this is why crypto will be, uh, will be popular, I think. If we head towards a cashless society, crypto will take off. People want anonymity. You know? Yeah, for sure, mate. For sure, for sure, for sure. Well, think about it, though. You know, it used to be you got arrested going into a bank with a mask. Now you'll be stopped if you go without <laughs> a mask. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a strange times. Very ridiculous. I think we'll get through. I think we'll be all right in the end. I think we've done well, you know, because at the start of this, everybody was like on the brink of freaking out. You know, it was on the verge, but everybody kind of like settled down and pulled together and just kept their head down and got things done. I think everybody's you know, dealt with it pretty well, man. What I've been saying to a lot of people is, you know what, just carry on growing, carry on doing your own little thing. Yeah, man. And That's just right, uh, mate. 
on your own little world, mate. You know what so I mean? Are you mate? are you growing now, Milo? Are you growing? Like your own personal thing? I grow my own personal. Um, nice. So can I ask what kind of strains you got in your personal grow right now? Yeah, uh, Skittles, uh, cookies and cream, mm-hmm. uh, wedding cake. Had a badass OG. That's it at the moment. But like the Skittles is good. Yeah, and, uh, nice little selection in there. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, nice. I always have nice selection. And like the hash I'm smoking now, I'm smoking like a Nicole, a strawberry banana, uh, a cookies one, and uh, a Casey Jones one, like a uh, Moroccan hash. And uh, that's what I, what I do is in, in like I'll make a, a joint with, uh, with um, about 0.5, 0.6 of marijuana, uh, literally like a like a fifth of a cigarette and then about 0.4 like half a gram of uh of hash as well mixed in there as well nice mm, and that's a that's a heck of a yeah. cigarette yeah that's yeah. what i was yeah. kind of a cigarette man mm-hmm. that's, it's in the us they just don't really put uh tobacco into their splits do they no we don't we don't we don't know it's got to be really good weed to do that. Yeah, right? yeah. I suppose that makes a difference as well, depending on how good the weed is, because you can smoke good weed without tobacco. But we I don't know. get that privilege in the UK. Yeah, I, I've smoked some pretty bad weed before, Mackie. Just straight up by itself. Sometimes you have oh. no choice, and it's just the way we learned. <laughs> More than anything, the tobacco helps the the, the hashish burn. Mm. To smoke pure weed and and Moroccan hashish, it's you're going to be out for the you're going to smoke <laughs> morning you're going to be out like in the afternoon i'm um, willing to take that challenge <laughs> <laughs> you would you would <laughs> man i love hash but you just can't get it in the uk man nah you can't get it man you know you you're one day to, yeah. one day it's coming i can't wait till it's legal in the uk just for that reason so i can get good hash you know, oh yeah when yeah. it's legal in the uk i'm still going to be growing my own shit and just smoking my own shit I just oh i want a hash man the year after, basically, there was a, I think it was around 2010, 2011, uh, but there was like a real sort of a, a boom in Morocco of cheese seeds. Was you responsible like, for that? Yeah. <laughs> indirectly, uh, yeah. Indirectly. Yeah, your fault that was. <laughs> and then, like, afterwards, yeah. And I was like... I was getting like, driven around in the back of like a Range Rover in Jesus. Jeez. Jeez. And pointing at me. And I like, was all thinking, oh. And they were like, just like, oh, you're the cheese man. Like, yeah, yeah. Jeez, oh. man. They were always shaking my hand and everything, man, because they were happy because they were getting like, you know, they were getting like, you know, 30% more like per crop per year. Nice, like, man. More in more results higher price yeah, mm. you know what i mean and, you know, and like, that's life changing for people who live out there like that you know yeah man they loved it man they loved it mm. you know what i mean and uh now it's all, uh at the moment in morocco now it's all the american strains that they're going through right but they're, uh you know um what well, one of the strains which is popular in morocco now is a uh, nicole which is basically it's like a five-way cross of something but it's got a little bit of like Moroccan genetics in there as well, so it's indigenous mm. sort of thing. Nice, man. It's, yeah, it's it's a top smoke, man. Top smoke, man. I just love weed so much. The, just the variety of it. There's so much out there now. Yeah, lovely, you know? man. 
It's crazy. Or to get every strain. I don't know if you can in your lifetime. These that's mm -hmm. men that are out there. Well, you just got to go with good shit, man. You've got you got you got to try that blue cheese out, monkey. I know, definitely going to try it out. Like I said, I just have to fit it behind several others in the tent in the lineup. Mm -hmm. just, you can't grow them all at once. That's unfortunate, but you can't do it. Or at least I can't. Molo hitting that hash hard there, son. <laughs> yeah, but he's smiling about it too. So of course, man. Yeah. When you go out to like Colorado and California, and you go to see all these huge operations in the states, where people are just consuming like a like a proper industry, you know. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. At first, they used to get like a lot of growers in there, and a lot of these places went bust because, like, you know, the the the, the backed by financiers who just want money. Mm. They only want results for it. They don't want. They're not really caring about. The love or the bouquet of the flowers. Mm. That's why now the 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 order the 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 cream is surviving over there in America. The the ones who are successful are, are making good produce. That's why. Yeah. You know, there's a uh, lot of competition in the market. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, when it got legalized, everybody's trying to jump in there. Absolutely. I mean, the money's there now. At least that's the perception is that the money is there now. But the competition is so bad. If you're not good, if you're not real good, you're not going to last. You're not going to last, mate. And then, like, you know, like, uh, I know, uh, like, a, a friend of mine, you know, he, he sent over, like, a thing and said, oh, we want you to plant these out. And, like, he sent them over a whole load of, like, hazes and sativas. And these are, like, you know, 12 to 16 weeks flower. Yeah, um, man, it's long. Yielding, like, thin sort of skimpy buds. You know what I mean? They're, so they're not even, like, a heavy yield or something, like, you know, 0 0.4 like four grams per watt or something wow. like that. Mm. You know, like low yielders, you know, extra long flowers. I mean, like the 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 the, the, the financial says, "Oh, mate, we're gonna have to cut your contract." He goes, mm. "Why?" He goes, "Like, you know, your plants just aren't viable." You know what I mean? Because all they're interested in is like an eight-week turnover. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Fast-bred chicken. They're only interested in the thirty-day chicken. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're mm. only interested in what reaps money back for them, you know? And so then, like, but there's a lot of farms out there which are, you know, self-made, you know, and these these ones are the good ones because they're not they're not bothered about too much of figures. They're more bothered about quality of you output. Know, I want to grow that silver haze. I don't care if it takes me 14 weeks. Yeah, know? man. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, I know the dudes who were... Uh, Selecting in Africa all the hazes and things, yeah. Oh, and like, you know, like 25, 30,000 plants of, of super silver haze. Whoa. A lot of plants, yeah. We, I, I could live in that greenhouse for a few days. Oh, yeah. This one, this one here in my background, this one's oh, in there. Oh, beautiful. That, that, that dude with the hand there, that's Tangy, that's cocky, that is. No way. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's your greenhouse, is it? No, no, this one, this one, this is one of DNA's ones. All right. And um, uh, when I was in Massive. California, yeah, it was, uh, it was like one of their nurseries because they had like a like nursery contracts. Okay, so they're just taking cuts from these. Yeah, they take cuts of this to supply their their rooms and other people's rooms. Yeah, that's a lot of cuts. That's a lot of cuts. That's awesome. I bet all they came from a single cut as well. I bet that's all the same for you know. Yeah, and like, uh, but the the guy there, uh, Crockett, and like, uh, I was with uh, 
done. Aaron was in LA, but like I was up in the, the country with uh, with uh, with Crockett and uh, and Don, and like you know, we, uh, I've had like many years of like sessioning with them. Yeah. I, uh, I asked. I asked. What's his? I asked um, Crockett the same question as what people ask me. He goes, Ah, oh, do you still smoke the cheese? I guess. It's, it's, <laughs> You used to mm-hmm. smoke this tangy. Tangy, and he goes. And does uh, he? No, <laughs> he don't smoke it too much. He don't smoke like his own plant too much. He's mm. we've had too many years of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still can't. You need variety, man. Yeah, it's, it's still can't knock it, but like he, he 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 likes smoking all his new stuff. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, That's what you would do though. Progress new strains. Try them out all the time. You know, yeah, what would you like to taste but, on the next one. So you know, he said the same sort of thing. You know, someone gave you a joint of, of cheese or gave him a joint of tangy. You still take it and smoke it. You know, yeah, same it's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> After a while, you know, if you haven't had it, it does kind of taste a little bit new again. Oh, that's yeah. it. And I haven't had the blue cheese for so long, man. I'm so looking forward to these fucking plants being done, tasting that goodness again, man. Mm. My last like- one was in 2015. You know. Yeah. 2015. I've I've waited this long for another long time. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy times. Mm. Well, your tolerance is down on it. It's going to be a good one. Oh man, can't wait. When was the last time you grew cheese, Milo? It's been a while. No, well, I I, I grew out the Zito's cheese. One of my friends has got it in his back garden now. Nice. Yeah. So it's like I'm still doing all the crosses of it. It's great seeing like sort of the offspring of it because you can tell from just just from the leaf pattern. Uh, you know what I mean? I could tell the cheese from from just by the leaf pattern, the broad and the leaves, by hangs out sort of thing, mm. like in the sun. It, it's great to see because then like you can see the offspring of it. You know what I mean? You can see yeah. the the genetics of it, and you can go, oh okay. Oh, this has got a little bit more sort of orangey, f- f- like fuzzier top. <laughs> it, 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 that's more like Skittles, mum. That is. I mean, and like the, the the leaf, the leaf formation. This one's more like the cheese, sort of thing. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good to see. You got the USA strains coming out soon. They've just recently been released. Did I see uh, some cheese yeah. or something I saw? Yeah, they've, they've come out, yeah. The USA ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Cushman's cheese. And then uh, the Zito's as well, yeah. So what, where do people find them? Just on your on your website? Yeah, on the website. And then also through our distributors. And then also your local head shop. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty much everywhere, isn't it? It's on all the big seed banks. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, like uh, keep a lookout of all the shows and, and uh, things out there because we're gonna start traveling to the ones in like whatever shows is the, 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 that's gonna be anything that's gonna be on from like you know next year onwards. We're gonna be sort of visiting them a bit more. Can people find out on your website like a schedule for when you're gonna be doing things like that? No, nah, but like we might put it out on the website, but like uh, social media, yeah, yeah, put it out on social media, and uh, but like I'm gonna go to a lot more things in the UK, 
next year, and then uh, you know, I wanna I wanna see what the the the, the scene saying. I've been it's been such a long time. <laughs> I've been out here in Spain. I need to sort of catch up with uh, well, what all my uh, English people are doing. You know. Yeah, man. Maybe one day I'll bump into you at an event. You don't yeah, know what I look like. I don't look like this mushroom guy. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know it's a lie, Mac. Yeah, I'm really the other guy, too. So, I'll, I'll just hear the accent. That's it. I'll be like, you're Milo. You'll be like, oh, you're that dickhead from that podcast, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, it must be him. For me. <laughs> yeah. well, that would be fucking sweet, guy, yeah. man. If I go to these events, I suppose I have to get a mushroom hat just in case. Keep, keep your eye out on social media. Yeah, man, uh, big for sure. talks uh at instagram and then also uh big buddha seeds on on instagram as well yeah um, man excellent so, uh, come, come 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 visit come say hi mate yeah man awesome. if you're not big for go say hi to big buddha <laughs> <laughs> bring him some skittles it's been a pleasure man i understand you're probably gonna be busy you got loads of shit to do yeah, well, I'm gonna go, mate. I'm gonna go go do some things. I ain't go chill out, mate. For the afternoon. <laughs> Sweet. Gonna hear some more of that Moroccan. Mm. Yeah, mate. Hit some more, mate. You know what I mean? Well, thanks for bringing uh, cheese into the seed form for us, man. My pleasure, mate. Pleasure that to is the uh, shit. That is the shit, man. Yeah. I, I do love my cheese. Loved it for a long time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it too. I'm gonna have to give that one a run. Yeah, and and just for like everyone out there, man. Just uh, for me. My journey through life here, yeah, I knew that well, no matter what it was, I wouldn't be worried about it because it had something to do with weed, whether or not I was dealing in clones, growing weed, breeding weed, selling seeds. It was all something that I'm involved in. So, like, what this is what I say to people oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I just want to grow weed. Hey, what do I want to do? You want to do as many different things you can with it. And uh, this is what I say to everybody, just keep on going out there and just keep on doing everything you can to do with it, you know? Just love weed. Live the cannabis lifestyle. That's it, live weed, love weed, live weed. You, you bought one of the biggest strains of all time that have popped up, you know, the cheese was huge in the UK for like 10 it, years, man. It was, mate, and it was, uh, like I said earlier, it was the crack of the streets. It was... Yeah. Uh, it's what everybody wanted. Is what every sort of dealer wanted. Mm. Uh, there's a time when you walked into any single coffee shop in Amsterdam, and uh, it had a cheese on the menu. Mm. You know, it, it, it was it, it's huge, it's huge, it's huge. So and it know. will stay that way. I mean, quality always yeah. stands out, and you know, it's it's a but, different strain. It's quality strain. It will always be there. Yeah. Always, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm forever grateful for it. And uh, forever humbled by it, you know. Mm. Yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming, Milo. We really appreciate. We we'll have you on again sometime if you're not busy. You know, so yeah. come again in the future. Yeah. Come back, man. Stay in touch, and uh, I'll, I'll see you around at the shows or something, man. But, uh, yeah, man sweet. Nice one, Milo, Milo, man. Yeah, Legend, really man. Just... Cheers, mate. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Take care, bro. Take care. He's a cool guy, man. Yeah, man. He spoke some weed, didn't he? Yeah. And he's hitting that Moroccan as well. But I hope you enjoyed the interview, everybody. Milo is such a cool guy. You know, we had the video version. It was, it was me and Monkey. 
and he he was smashing the Moroccan hash man. He was so high. This guy. <laughs> there was a cloud behind him the whole time. Yeah, you know, such a cool guy, man. Yeah, you know, I, I I have like legitimately been a big fan of Big Brother Seeds for a long time. And I've grown a lot of their shit, yeah. man. Always good yielding, good quality strains sure. every time. So, yeah, he was smoking pretty, so much weed. To talk to him. He was uh, smoking so much weed, you know how the Zoom virtual background, you know, the cloud of the cloud of weed would expand out from his head and you can kind of see the background fade out. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> I see pictures on the, on the, on the wall in the background. Exactly. Street. It was that all was from fun. the weed smoke coming out yeah. of it. That was funny. Yeah, he was smashing it. Quality guy, but, you know, when you produce that, that amount of weed and you're that big in the weed game, I suppose you just get weed given to you all the time. Yeah. Must be sweet, man. Yeah, maybe one day that'll be us. Oh, when we're all legal, we can do this shit legitimately. Be a lot of fun. Why not be lovely? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, and, you know, he he's still you know he started in the UK and then it was illegal, so it shows it can be done uh, even if nice. we are living under restrictions. You can do breeding, make a name for yourself out there. Oh yeah, even in the UK. You know, well, seeds have never well, <laughs> seeds have never been illegal. It's just the, the yeah. The, the male and the female uh, bit more. Some good banter. Mm. Some good banter. Oh. So you're saying seeds are not <laughs> the problem? To, uh, Making I managed the to the like, yeah, I didn't unmute the fucking the panel again after. <laughs> what is that? I didn't unmute you guys again after the fucking interview because we got to press the button. To, to, so we've been chatting the whole time here. Yeah, 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 don't we'll don't worry. Okay, so guys, everybody has to re-listen back after the podcast no. to the, to the recording it. because that, that, yeah, the eggs, it's yeah, going to edit it eggs. back in. <laughs> <laughs> it has been recorded. <laughs> we're supposed to get better at this as uh, we go, man. We're a little bit rusty with this show. Fucking blindly, very rusty this week, isn't it? Yeah, can't hear a zombie at all. Sorry, I'll fix that now. I muted everybody's microphones because I'm a fascist and I want all the airtime to myself. (laughs) At least he admits it. Hear zombie at all? It's Ali saying that. Okay. Well, you know, this this is what you get when we are a stoners podcast. Don't forget about that. And we do actually smoke weed, and we are high on air because we like to be genuine. So these things will happen. You know, and, and we were kind of maybe yeah. getting a little higher while we all were listening with to us, our right? interview. Have a and, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you're free. Two, one. <sighs> you know what to do. Smash oh, yeah. that. Smash that thumbs up so it's broken. <laughs> Sparkle Mackey is drunk on power. <laughs> drunk on power. <laughs> That's why my speech gets slurred. If I'm ready. Maybe tune in next week and see how Mackey uh, messes up. You know, tune in next week. To see what <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't know if you, if you only listen to the show live, right? You have to check out the downloaded versions as well because they are so finely polished. You know? yeah. <laughs> so take out all the little bits which shouldn't have been said and all, you know, it's just so nice, man. So if you want to listen to the, to the quality versions, then mm-hmm. go and download the podcast. But when we do it live, you know, we, we're just trying to enjoy it as much as you guys are. So we're having a good time as well. So. We do go after on tangents and chat some shit sometimes, but we're just having a good time, enjoying our Sunday like you guys. Well, that's what we do at the forum anyway, is just kind of chat around and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about weed, so we figured you guys want to listen about weed. We all love weed, right? Let's go. go. I just hit a lovely rip of the bone. I'll just roll another one. (laughs) That that good Canadian weed. I got some damage going to go down in a minute. Uh Uh-oh, here it comes. Have we been told to do something? 
Mm, like shit yeah. up. <laughs> no, no, I'll just mute your microphones and forget to put it back on again. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> So what the fuck is that? In this section, if you don't know, if you haven't been here before and heard this, then there's going to be a sound, a five-second sound bite that's played. And if you can identify what that sound is in the thread over at the forum, then you win the prize ball. And in the prize ball right now, I think there's uh, two lemon lemon hay seeds. There's what what does it, what's it called? That pipe? Oh, there is a chungdolf. There is crank seeds. There's stickers. There's t-shirt. There's it's a big old water prize. Um, it up, is man. a huge water prize, yes, guys. Um, it's, and it all comes in a lovely fast buds. And we just keep adding to like, it every time. Nobody gets the answer. We just keep we just adding more shit to it, man. So it gets rolled over and rolled over. And whoever gets it right will win all that shit. Well, you got it will not be me and... this time. It will not be me. <laughs> Admin moderators are banned for all competition. <laughs> did you hear my disclaimer voice? Admin, admin, admin. So let's listen to what last week's what the fuck that was. Ready? <laughs> this is the end. Do you want to try and explain to us what that was? What the fuck that was? Oh, it wasn't five seconds, no, but it was a quite distinguishable, if you play games, sound. Um, especially if you play Diablo 3, as it's the oh. legendary drop sound. Never played. Well, you know, either. you're on your own, GB. Millions have, millions do, including me. I love yeah. it. But uh, that was it. Oh, no, Diablo I'm a 2, gamer. man. Diablo 3 is... Diablo 2, though. Diablo 2. Uh, Chains of Honor, Enigma, Hammerdens, you know. Don't even get me started. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we call him Zombie, by the way. (laughs) When he's unhappy, that's all he does. No, no, I'm not unhappy. I'm just like digesting the information and... um, It hurts. (laughs) He bones every time he gets information. (laughs) No, listen... him up the top there, that gaffer one said, no more arcade machines, right? So this right. week, it's not. <laughs> it's not an arcade, not an arcade machine. machine. It's, it's, it's not bit, a game. Uh, home gaming. And I think it's a bit of a mistake, considering that the prize pool is quite high, because I think this is too easy. But oh, hey. We'll see. Whoever gets the first comment of the correct sound, with a prize. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Tell us, what the fuck was that? And you stand a chance of winning the prize at Pussy's Grow Room. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's pretty sweet. So give it a shot, man. Right, we're running out of time. We should move on to the Q&A transition. We had some questions asked over at the forum this week, so we're going to go through them first. But if you have any questions that you'd like to ask the panel, drop it in the live chat and we'll go over it. All right? So, Monkey, you got these um, these questions written down, right? Uh, yeah, I just can been kind of scanning the forum during the week and just see what's, what's popping up. So I have a cocoa grow outside. Oh, yeah, I do remember that when he has a cocoa grow outside in planters and he gets fed once a day. He's had rain and wants to know, should he increase his feed and water again because of the rain? 
And I, my, I would. my, well, I wouldn't because the, the situation here, uh, a lot of times people think, oh my gosh, it rained all day. But if you look at the accumulation of rain there, you may have only got a quarter inch. You know, yeah, you may have been drizzling or, or yeah, dripping. Yeah, so the like volume, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you didn't flush it. Even if you get <laughs> an inch of rain, that's a lot of rain. That's still not a complete flush out that pot. So yeah, I would yeah. not mess with that. I would leave it alone and feed again tomorrow. And matter of fact, I had a little outdoor experience well, going on. It, over 14 to 16 hours, though, that, that's going to be a lot of rain. Well, I had three days so worth of rain. Been down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah but right. It, it really depends upon how much rain you get. Now, if you got 25 mm -hmm. inches of rain, yes, you have a problem. But yeah. if your accumulation is only an inch or two, you did not have a problem with that plant. But the thing is, because it's cocoa as well, you know, you yeah. can easily flush stuff out of cocoa, and nitrogen is easily dissolvable. So when it gets wet, it'll it'll get flushed out easier than most other nutrients. So yeah. if you don't replace that nitrogen. Yeah, then you, you may want to replace the nitrogen, but because of cocoa, you can you can uh, water it at any time. You're never going to overwater it. If if you want to recharge nutrients, just water it again with you know the same balanced nutrients as before. Don't up anything. That's what you I know, would the, say the, too. Yeah. There you go. Hey, and I, and I respect that from TG. That's that's high praise. Well, little caveat: I don't do salt-based nutes either. So I mean, just just. I mean, intuition tells me that yeah, the, the you didn't like flush stable. out yeah, and I mean you didn't flush out all of those nutrients. So unless you're trying to, uh, well, unless there's any issues that you you're seeing with deficiencies, then I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, exactly. But that's how I'd go with that. Anybody else have anything else to add? So so we're saying don't increase the feed; just continue as normal because it's actually not a lot of water going through the pot. That's what TG and I are saying. I mean, it, well, I respect anybody else up here's opinion. And I'm, I'm happy with the consensus, man. I, I was thinking fucking torrential downpour for a long period of time and all the shit's been flushed out, you know, but you are right. It's probably just not a lot of rain. Yeah, we think it's more than it really is. Rain looks like it's a yeah, lot worse. Yeah. Um, you got to consider that if we're looking, you know, for three times a container volume to flush that out, you'd probably have to have somewhere in like, you know, a meter of rain for that, something like that to happen. It's, yeah. it's going to be a lot. Okay, so your second question. Let's, yeah. let's go into that one. All right. Next question. You got another one? Yeah. From Twisted, this one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, back back to super and oh. living soil, what's the difference? Why use one over another? TG, that's your category, man. Yeah. Well, I, we kind of, I guess, are explained it a we little bit it, yeah. uh, earlier in the uh, grow guides that's what we want um, but yeah super I, I assume there's supposed to be a comma there like bagged comma super comma and then living soil um, copy and paste it yeah bagged soil <laughs> all bagged soil really is 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 it's an inert medium that's that's built with usually peat there's a little bit of vermiculite or perlite for some drainage but ultimately it does it's just a it's a it's a blank medium for you to either use your your salt based newts like zombie has been doing, or like I do is I use the I use potting soil a good solid uh, simple potting soil you don't want too much in it um, as a base for my super soil and that's instead of uh, the peat and the compost and the and the worm castings mix um, yeah but yeah regular soil quote unquote soil really is just four components you have your salt, sand salt and clay you have your organics. You have your uh, um, your microbes and your your arthropods and stuff, and uh, yeah, that's I, I guess there's only three components, but yeah, that's effectively the definition of soil. But what what you, what's in that soil, I guess, is important. And, and a super soil, like we mentioned before, 
is kind of, I guess in the, in the sense where it's the middle ground, it's just a pre-amended soil or a water only soil like Spartan mentioned earlier. And then the living soil is, is fully equipped with your, your, your suite of microbes and, and uh, bacteria and, and mycorrhizal fungi and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's, that's the way I like to think about it at least. Sweet. Hmm. Soil is far more complex than you initially think before you start yeah. growing weed. You know, when you start growing and you learn about soil. That's why you're calling yeah. it dirt. There's a lot of science to it, man. Yeah, don't yeah, call it dirt. It's not dirt, it's soil. Sorry, I did that earlier. Apologies, teacher. I meant no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I Mackie didn't mean to offend your precious soil. Mackie wants to grow in living dirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right then. Truth or truth. Spoof or spoof right, so, or as usual. Three statements, two are true, one is false. <laughs> and, you know, I'm so high, I don't even remember which one is the false one. Really, really. So we all get credit for winning this one, then <laughs> we're done. Here we go. High-potency cannabis concentrates can more than double the impairment of the user compared to cannabis flower. A study of 121 regular users of legal market cannabis found that high-potency concentrates can more than double the impairment of the user compared to cannabis flower. It also found that while it also found that while balance and memory are impaired immediately after use, that impairment fades within an hour. Okay, so taking concentrate smashes the fuck out of you rather than <laughs> cannabis flower, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> number two, legal marijuana may be slowing reductions in teen marijuana use. A longitudinal study from more than 230 teens and young adults finds that teens may be more likely to use cannabis following legislation. Okay. And then number three, saliva tests for cannabis could someday help identify impaired drivers. Those who consume alcohol and drive are subject to breathalyzer tests. Currently, no such test exists for cannabis intoxication. Now scientists report a saliva test for cannabis levels that might someday be used at roadside stops. Okay. We all got that? Everybody happy? Zien, you can go first today this week. Come on. Do it. I'm slightly do confused it. by the last one because I'm, <laughs> the, last, the last one still exists. Uh, still exists. Exists now. The roadside uh, swab test has been going for a couple of years. Uh, that doesn't determine what level of um, stone is such error. Hold on, no coaching. No coaching, dude. This is not your 60 seconds, mm, sir. Mm, please wait your turn. Even though no, coach, even though no coaching is allowed, I will answer that. There, there is a prescribed limit. Going last for that, GB. <laughs> there is a prescribed limit, no matter how low it might be, but that test says you're definitely over that prescribed limit. It doesn't say by how much. And unless they do a, a blood test, they can't determine how much. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with number two, actually. Uh, being the, okay. the, the porky pie. Yes. Okay, number two. Monkey, you're next on the list. All right, <clears throat> let's take a look. Um, the concentrates, you get higher at the concentrates. I don't yeah. know, it just seems so common sense, doesn't it? I mean, I mean I, and I, it all depends how much you do, I guess. And my concern with that one would be, are they using a consistent dose or, you, or are you just consuming whatever you feel like? Okay, but um, then the legal teen, uh, legal recreational states, lower teen use, I have 
seeing this several times, but it, again, Mackie, it all depends upon which study you're looking at. And then I've also recently seen something about the saliva test uh, coming out. And I think it was a company that specialized in pregnancy tests that was under contract with some, some states that was working on to have this to come out. So I'm going to go with the last one because I don't think that the test that I heard about was available yet. And I don't know what news article Mackie's looking at. Okay. All right then. TG. Uh, okay, so contrary, well, I don't even, I don't know if it's the same article as you read, but I do know here in Canada, we do have a machine on the streets right now used by the, uh, the Saskatoon police, the our Regina police, I believe have it, probably the RCMP as well. It's called the, it's an awesome name, um, sucks as a machine, but it's called the, the Dragger Drug Test 5000. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you get from Acme. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's like something out of South Park, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it reminds me of a, like a BFG 9000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anybody plays Doom, but yeah. So anyway, this machine is out there. It's it's. I'm not sure if it's permissible in court as, as evidence. I think it might be now. But um, yeah, basically what they do is they take a saliva swab and they, they test it in their car with their machine. It takes about 10 minutes and they come back with a with a positive or negative uh, result, whether or not there's THC detected in your saliva. So that is true. Um, the, the second one where legalization has actually caused teens to use less, I, I think that's true too. I've read, I'm pretty sure, unless I'm just dreaming, but pretty sure I've read a few articles that have, have said that, that teen use has gone, gone down in states and as well as in Canada, I think. I'm not too sure, but. Yeah, so I'm going to go with true on those two, but the, the first one is false, just because I think that study, like Monkey said, the, the dose is really important. So unless they're using the exact same, you know, THC percentage from their shatter as they are in, in the supposed flower that they're smoking, there's really no direct comparison that you can make based on the substance that that THC is coming from. Of course, if you smoke a gram of shatter and then a gram of bud, you're going to get way more ripped off the shatter <laughs> because that's way more concentrated. The whole, that, that's why it's called a concentrate, right? So I'm going to go with number one. Is that not what the question was? Like? <clears throat> I thought it was, they get more high off of concentrates where I don't, I, I just yeah. think that study is flawed. So I don't think that's true. I don't, okay. I don't think it may, it may be true, but I don't think that study can prove it or GB. Ow. What are you saying? <laughs> no, wait. I, 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 I too believe it is the second one. Um, sure. It could also be the fourth one, actually. Or it could uh, be the third it, one, it is, right? It is, <laughs> third one is all yes. It is not the third one because I know for a fact that there is a device out there and it is called The Hound. It is from Hound Labs. It does. Breath is a breathalyzer for both alcohol and cannabis. And it can tell Ooh. you if you have smoked cannabis, whether it's in your breath for the last 10 minutes, like 20 minutes, if you've smoked in the last half hour, if you have smoked in the last hour. I know, yeah, I know there is another one that is a swab on the side of your mouth that again can tell you how soon how soon when when they put it into a computer it'll tell you how many trichomes are 
in the absorbed into the side of the saliva in your mouth as you smoke. So it can, when they stick that into the machine in the coffee shop, it will tell you they smoked weed an hour ago. They smoked weed two hours ago. They smoked weed 10 hours ago. They smoked weed 24 hours ago. It stays in your in your saliva for so long. So like they're, they're able to tell you break down. But it's the main thing is they're able to tell you if you smoked weed in the last thing. And if you get a, a positive swab at the side of the road, they take another swab and they put that into a bag and bring you to the police station. And then that's sent oh. off to a special mm -hmm. station because there's only one of these machines in Ireland. You're good with, so you're good with number two then? I'm good with number two. So... We have everybody's answers. We've got a mixed panel. So I won't so number one, right? Clean slate. <clears throat> yep. I don't know. We'll take it from number two this time. Let's go from number two. Legal marijuana may be slowing reductions in tea marijuana use. This is true, this one, apparently. Mm, so in the legal yeah. states in America, they're starting to see a rise in, in uh, marijuana use in teens, which apparently is different from what's happened in in like Amsterdam in the past, you know, in the Netherlands where it's been legal there, it's not seen as taboo and as cool and so uh, rebellious to smoke cannabis so teens do it less. But it appears as if maybe it's because it's still federally illegal, it's still seen as taboo. I, I think I've why. read something like that, Mikey. That's why I, I went with this one as being truthful because I knew the other two had to be a bit dodgy. OGB, ZN. <sighs> oh, no. Unlucky. Right, so uh, let's hit number three next. Okay. Saliva test for cannabis could someday help identify impaired drivers. This one is also true. Oh, well. So uh, obviously it doesn't test the amount of THC that is in the system and shit like that, yeah? And it takes a long time. It's not like a breathalyzer blow into it. You get a result within a few mm. seconds. You know. So they're still working on that shit, but they're making progress with it. Eight minutes is the thing, though. Yeah, eight minutes is over here. Yeah. The, the police over here so, aren't using anything that I know of right now because I guess there, there's nothing that's ironclad right now. Yeah. yeah. And then high potency cannabis can more than double the impairment of the user. Apparently, it shows that this is false, obviously, because the other two were true. Apparently, it's no, it doesn't differ the impairment at all. It's the same yeah, as long as the, the levels. Depend I think we, we discussed it briefly earlier in the show. You know, you have that that ceiling of high that you'll hit. And once you're that certain level of high, you're not really going to get much past it. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be what, what happens here with concentrates and and the flower. Maybe it's because the body regulates it. I don't know. Yeah. If your tolerance is high enough. Well, I think but it depends I, on the user and experience. You know, concentrates um, <laughs> I don't like them. They, they're harsh. You know, you don't need yeah. to use as much, but yeah, I mean, they're just, it's like injecting, you know, fucking <laughs> versus a nice smooth, <laughs> or I guess not injecting. That's a bad, bad comparison. It's like drinking Brandy vodka on. versus a nice, you know, Bloody Mary or something or whatever you might like. Um, I don't drink so. Sipping a cocktail drinks. versus mainlining it, you know. One of yeah, exactly. Just doing shots and, and shots and shots. Enjoying the ride as you get, get a little bit higher. Yeah. One thing <laughs> I want to touch on actually quickly about that impairment thing with the with the drug or the drug tests. Um, yep. They do 
they do have saliva tests. Um, like I know for a fact in Canada here, like the one I mentioned, there's another machine out that's coming out soon, I think, uh, from a university in Ottawa or in Ontario somewhere. But point is, is all these machines do at this point is test whether or not you have THC in your saliva. They don't actually define what yeah. impairment is, mm -hmm. whether or not you are impaired because of said THC in your yeah. saliva. And that's a huge thing, right? So, yeah. Well, there's, there's a massive discussion on whether it actually causes like uh, <laughs> enough impairment to actually function yeah. at the minute. So. I mean, I would say it's 100% it's impairing. Like if, if you've never smoked cannabis before and you hit a bong, you know, like you're going to be pretty oh, fucked yeah. up. And I would not yeah, recommend absolutely. driving in any way. For sure. But for sure. people like us, and especially, you know, like in my case, I'm a medical user. So it's probably in everyone's best interest that I do use my medicine on a regular basis, especially while I'm driving. So then I don't have a, a stomach spasm or something and, and fucking yeah. veer off the road or some stupid shit that might happen. You know, you know it, it doesn't impair, impair you as much as some of the prescription medicines that are out there, mate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another good point. Very true. Very, very true. So, yeah, yeah. I've said it before. so we should move on because we are over time and we are eight minutes over time. <gasps> ah. So let's go on to Stone Coast. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say, but I forgot it. <laughs> so there we go. Stone Coast, last quick, session. Quick one this week, guys. Uh, I don't know. It's not profound. It is kind of profound. And I mean, it definitely applies to you as a grower. Once you do start growing, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a motto, you know. But uh, rest in peace, the legendary Nate Dog from one of the ubiquitous weed songs, next episode by Dr. Dre, featuring Snoop Dogg. Are you um, ready for the next episode? Yeah. So right at the end of the song, we get the, we get some sage advice from, from Nate Dogg. Hey, 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 smoke weed every day. <laughs> nice. So take that to heart, <laughs> That's guys. That's a good quote, man. No. Yeah. I hope YouTube don't I'll flag us or copyright there for this tune. You know, you've wrapped oh. it pretty good there, TG. I'll pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do kind of sound that like was just like listening to the Dre album. <laughs> <laughs> he does say hey, so I don't know if that's actually hey, 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 hey. It's my cover so version. Every day. <laughs> yeah, we all know it. <laughs> and you know what comes next as well, if you know the album. I won't rap. <laughs> the curse words well there we go on to the outro thanks for joining us everybody we ran a little bit over but it, it, i don't know sometimes we can go off on the tangents and things like that thanks for sticking it with happens. us it definitely happens. No, i hope you've enjoyed the show and if there is anything you would recommend or suggestions that you'd like to hear maybe different sections we could discuss then let us know man we're always open to listen to suggestions we just yes. want to Stop by Percy's, say hello. Uh, you know, if you're looking mm -hmm. for any of us, ask around. Everybody knows where we are usually. You know, that's it. Get over to Percy's Grow Room. We don't hustle yeah. that enough. Yeah, here. nuts. But this Hell is where yeah. we're from. We're all from percysgrowroom.com, the Cannabis Growers Forum. Yeah. You can all talk to us. We're on there every day. So just come over there, drop into the chat, and say hi. Yeah. Uh, any, any day of the week, if you have questions, you don't just have to wait until Sunday. Come along. Uh, Tad Hassey is next week. We're discussing yeah. light cycles. Uh, leave reviews, feedback, like, subscribe, comment, you know, just do what you can to support the podcast if you're enjoying the show. If you guys we'll like that organic chat, definitely tune in next week. Ted is a, a guru, so. 
Yeah, sweet. Sure, man. Uh, good night, everybody. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. Yes, anybody no. want to say bye? Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. And girls. Bye, bye guys. Oh. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends. Leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers also if you can we do have a patreon page so you can head over to patreon.com slash percy's grow room all we ask you to do is listen that is plenty we appreciate every single listener but if you can do more by liking the video sharing and even going to the extent of becoming a patreon that would be massively appreciated we'll see you again next week Thank you.